Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw that hers come rolling for to carry my mother away. Will the circle Well, good day to all of my friends in Radio Land. We are glad that you have joined us here on Circle Unbroken. I'm your host, Taft Ayers, and I'm joined in today by my right-hand man, producer, Coach Mike. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. <laughs> drum, drum roll, please. He's fantastic. Tell me what's good today, Coach. Man, just it's it's a beautiful day outside. Uh, don't, don't have a whole lot of stuff just scheduled, so right. you have to kind of work through the day and, and do what comes just what comes to mind at the time. That's right, man. That, and I think that could describe a lot of people if they if they really look at it this way. Um, check your schedule, see what you got to do. Don't freak out. You know, get it done. Check it off, Coach. Uh, you were really, really, really gracious to me today with my schedule because today I knew that I got to attend a kindergarten graduation, and I've joked before. In this day and age, I feel like now with my four kids, I feel like we graduate from everything. Um, I talked to one of the, the president, uh, excuse me, one of the principals and the president at the school, and I said, "How many of these do you guys have left?" Because ours, we go to a campus school where it's K through twelve, and he said, "We got two more, two more." They started doing graduations last week, and I think they're down now to like your pre K and maybe a <laughs> fifth grade. I don't know, but there's always these transitions um, on these graduations, and it was neat for me because I was sitting there. In this kindergarten graduation, and our fourth child graduated, okay, which means he's moving from kindergarten to the first grade. And I looked at him, and my oldest son just finished the eighth grade. Coincidentally, there was no graduation for that, but I'm not going to complain about that. Um, there's like a celebration or party, but no, no, no graduation. And I was watching my youngest son up there, and he is uh, he's in a light green button-up shirt. And I leaned over to my wife and I said, I think that's the same shirt that our eighth grader graduated kindergarten in. And she looked at me and she said, that's right, sucker house. You think we're going to afford private school? You know, right. all these all these other kids are up here in their new outfits, and we're over here in this sweet green shirt. But he looked good. It was a, hey, it was a good day. That's the him. important part. It was good, and I I'm excited today because we're we're doing a show today called Things I Learned in Kindergarten, and what I want to do is I want to bring the listeners back to kindergarten. I want the people that are driving in their cars and listening to the show today to think back about when they were in kindergarten, some of the greatest lessons that people have had uh, in life can, can be traced all the way back to kindergarten, things that, that you were told. Um, I've got a concept for this show that I want to roll out in the future, and one of the thoughts is bringing people from different areas of life that are in two completely different jobs but if they really start talking about it, they kind of do the same thing. And, and one of those guys that is going to be a, a, on the show in the future, he is an ethics, he's the head of the ethics committee at a big hospital. 
And I, I told him, I said, hey, I want to have you on, and I want to have somebody else who kind of does the same thing that you do and have you all in. And he said, I'll get back to you on who would be my great parallel. And I said, okay, get back to me. 30 minutes later, he called me back. He said, a kindergarten teacher. And he said, I spend my time telling doctors and, and telling nurses and telling them this is either right or wrong. Like, this is either fair or unfair. This is how you should treat people. And he said, a kindergarten teacher. And I said, man, I can't wait for that show, you know, to, to have both of them on there. And so, in that note, I am welcoming in today a special guest who is a very fresh, and when I say fresh, we just drove him down the street into the studio, a very fresh kindergarten graduate. I would like to welcome to the show my good buddy, and my youngest child, Jax Ayers. Hello, Jax. Hello. How how are you doing today? Perfect. You're perfect. Oh, coach. That's that's, 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 a, that's even better than my fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> Jax. So so let me tell you something, Jax. I ask Coach Mike a lot of times on the show how you're doing today, and you know what he says? He says fantastic. And so I asked you how you're doing today, and you said perfect. What a good answer. Tell me more. Let's jump on this microphone together and talk for a minute. Jax, why do you feel perfect today? Why do you feel perfect? Because I just um, graduate. Yeah, because you just graduated? Okay. Well, tell me your favorite thing about graduation. What, what did you do at that graduation that you liked a lot? Singing. You Singing? Tell the audience some of... Now, you don't have to sing the songs if you don't want to, okay? But could you tell the people that are listening, could you tell them some of the names of the songs that you sang today? One Small Voice. One Small Voice. What's that song about? Um... Is One Small Voice, is it about being somebody that's important in this world? And, and, and how you matter? That's what it sounded like to me. Is that what that song was about? Maybe. Perhaps. Okay. Give me another song you sang today. Uh, uh, our God is so big. Oh, our God is so big. And what, what do we say in that song? God is so big, so... Strong and so mighty. And then what's the next line? Is our God is so big, so strong and so mighty... There's nothing my daughter not do. That's right. And so if you're driving down the road today and you hear this, our God is so big, so strong and so mighty, there's nothing our God cannot do. That should be the end of the show. That should be the end of the show because that's such a good <laughs> message. But guess what, Jax? It's not. All right? We're going to do a little interview today because Coach and I are going to spend some time, and you feel free later. You can chime in. You can talk about some of the things that we're going to talk about. But right now, as a recent kindergarten graduate, I want to ask you some questions about kindergarten for you. Okay? Sound good? All right. So, first question, Jax. Um, what is your favorite thing about kindergarten? Favorite, now, folks, he has no notes. He hasn't been prepped for this. Uh, this, is, this is a hot mic, pun intended. But, Jax, what's your, what was your favorite thing about kindergarten? Go ahead and tell us. Look into the mic there. Tell us what your favorite thing about kindergarten is. Uh, writing books. You like to write books. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, we have an author here. We have somebody who has written a story. Jax, have you written a story recently? Okay. What what is the name of that story? <laughs> He's laughing, folks. Let's find out if it's a funny title. You wrote a book, and the name of that book is what? Christmas Tornado Fights Hot Dog. Whoa. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's called Christmas Corn Dog Fights Hot Dog. Now, Jack, so you wrote this story? Okay, tell us a little bit about that story. What's it about? Who is Christmas Corn Dog? It's a chocolate popsicle. Coach, have you ever heard of Christmas Corn Dog? That's a new one on me. Right. So you're telling me, Jax, that there's a character in this story named Christmas Corn Dog, and he he's a chocolate popsicle? Is that right? Cool. <laughs> now, he fights hot dog? What happens? Um, Christmas Corn Dog won the champion. Okay. Okay. So he won the championship? This is cool, Jax. And then what happened next? Uh, I started thinking that I should have written in um, more series about books. Right. So you wanted to write more books. That's pretty cool. If you could pick a number of books to write for Christmas Corn Dog, how many would you write? What would be a good number? What do you think? I think like um, maybe um, 20. Okay. So people need to be on the lookout for the Christmas Corn Dog series, and it might have 20 books in it, and you can follow the adventures of Christmas Corn Dog. Is that right? Yes, sir. I like yeah. that. That, I think I think we might know we might be able to come up with a publisher, don't I you? I think we could. <laughs> I think we could, Jax. This is going to be exciting. Now, let me ask you another question. Do you have in kindergarten a best friend? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. Now, I would like for you to tell me the name of your best friend. First of all, who's your best friend? Lachlan. Lachlan. Okay. Now, this is fun because I've got some best friends too, and I like to talk about them. I like to tell you what I like about them. Sometimes I'll tell you a funny story. Um, So, what's your favorite thing about Lachlan? What do you like about Lachlan? Uh, Is there something about him that's fun? What's Lachlan do? Um, he climbs with me. Okay, so you guys are climbers. You climb everything together, kind of crazy climbers? Yes, sir. I like that. Do you have, and if you don't, it's okay, but do you have any funny Lachlan stories? A time when he did something that was just crazy? No, sir. Okay. I think you're a smart friend because sometimes we don't tell stories on our friends, right? Those are private things, right, Dad? Like, we're not, I'm not going to tell about Lachlan on the radio, right? Well, let's say that Lachlan and his family, that they're driving down the road or they're listening to this show today. Do you have anything special that you would like to say to Lachlan here on the radio? Any special message from his friend, Jax? You got anything special you want to tell old Lachlan? Uh, 
You're a good runner? Good. That, way to encourage him. So he's a good runner and climber? Sounds like that's a good friend to have around. Now, Jax, I want you to stay with us today. I want you to stay here in a studio with us because we're going to have some discussions about kindergarten, okay? And so at some point, as Coach and I are talking, if you hear us saying something and there's something you want to say based on what we're talking about, you know what you can do? You just do this and you can talk, okay? Maybe there's a couple questions I might ask you, but I know you've got a crazy schedule. I mean, I know that you've got pools to jump in, that you've got Capri Suns to open, you've got baseball to practice, and a mom to obey, right? But thank you for making time in your busy schedule to be here with us. Before I start talking to Coach about some things that we learned in kindergarten or other adults have learned in kindergarten, I want to ask you a question. Do you know jokes? Yes, sir. Do you have any good jokes that you'd like to tell us? Yes, sir. Oh, Okay, I didn't expect you to answer that that fast. Jax, hit us with a joke, any joke. Any joke you want. Not, not. Okay, oh, I like this, I like this. <laughs> let's, let's start over so I can do it right. Go ahead. Not, not. Who's there? <laughs> Who's there, buddy? The interrupting cow. The interrupting... Moo! Whoa, dude, you got me. <laughs> you got me, that was good. Do you have another one, Jacko? You got one more? Oh, I got another one. Okay, okay. Knock, knock. Another knock, knock joke? <laughs> so you you stay in your lane, don't you? Like, you, you you sit right on the knock, knock jokes? Okay, okay, I'm ready. All right, try it again. Knock, knock. Who's there? A bear with no teeth. A bear with no teeth? A bear with no teeth who? Dummy bear. Oh, okay, okay. So, you know, I'm going to give you some advice, right? <laughs> you do a little, you do a little mix up on me. What do you call a bear with no teeth? A dummy bear. See, there you go. Give me something right here. <laughs> Boom. I like your style. If you think of any jokes as we keep going, feel free to jump in. Okay. Kindergarten Jacks is super special. That place today was full of people, full of adults. Some people that are listening to this right now. They know all about saving those seats. Getting in there, waving at their little buddy up there on stage and saying, I can't believe that my baby is finishing kindergarten. Kindergarten is very special. It's very special because it's a launch point. It's where people start on their educational journey. And Coach, I was reading recently, and there were some things that were put out about basics, the things that come from kindergarten. And it was things that I learned in kindergarten that are basics today. And I just want to spend some time today going over some of these things. Jax, these are things that people are taught in kindergarten that can go throughout life, okay? There are good lessons for life. And, and the first one that I read about was this. Share everything. Share everything. Coach, what do you think about the concept of sharing? How, do, how, how does that apply for us as adults? Well, sometimes it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we tend to have our, our boundaries. We tend to have our things that we like sure. to hang on to in, in our areas, our positions, or whatever. 
uh, yeah, that's you know that that was one of the the first things that you had to learn how to do in kindergarten right. was to remember you're not the only one in the room. You're right. you're, you're not the only kid that this adult needs to pay attention to, mm-hmm. which was a lot different than it was at home. Right. Well, for some of them, <laughs> you know, it depends. When, right? when you're the fourth one around, you're used to sharing mom and dad. <laughs> right. Do you have to share a lot, Jax, at school and at home? Maybe. Maybe it's okay. Let me ask you this: Is sharing easy, or is it hard? It's easy. It's easy. Well, that's good. I wish I could meet more people where sharing is easy. Have you met some people that aren't good at sharing? No. Good. Well, good. Well, you keep you keep that kind of circle because <laughs> I've seen some people that they just sharing's hard because they get greedy. They don't. They don't want to. They don't want to give up. They. They don't want to share. And I remember being taught in kindergarten the power of sharing, what it means to share with other people, uh, to be somebody who is caring. Uh, one. One of my favorite things is to go and to to speak at churches. And the churches that I like the most, I have found, are the churches that really have a sharing mentality. Meaning, hey, th- this really belongs to the Lord. This possession that I have, whatever I have here, it really belongs to God. And so I'm not going to try to hold on to it in a stingy way. Uh, I'm going to attempt to share. So, so I think it's important for us. A lot of times I think, Coach, we hear sharing and politically we go to, what are you trying to do, be a communist? Like, well, what do you mean? Equal distribution of everything, you know. What what, what do you mean here? Uh, uh, you, you've got a socialist mentality. What, what are you trying to be? And I, I think for us, when we talk about sharing everything, it's this attitude of being somebody that says this, hey, I want somebody else to get ahead. I want somebody else uh, to experience something. Taste and see. Kind yeah, yeah. Anytime you have something that you are proud of or something that you feel is desirable, we do have this innate uh, desire to, in a sense, share something right. with it. You know, now, right. it may be sharing the fact that I've got more than you've got sure. or something like that. But uh, most of the time, we like to be able to have somebody enjoy it with us. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I think a lot of that comes, you know, you know, starts in, in the kindergarten right. uh, situation where, you know, we, we, we can all have fun together. Right. And, right. in fact, I need, in a sense, I kind of need you right. to have fun. Yes, yes. You know, and, and not, not that I need you all the time to do that, but I do kind of need to have you around to have fun. I need to, you know, as we get into adults, maybe not so much the fun aspect, but to get something accomplished. Mm. Mm. You know, you know the, your first job. You know, your first thing was to keep yourself, you know, to learn something, but to have fun doing it. Now it's to get something accomplished and to have a, a, an, a, a sense of accomplishment. And that's much, much easier when it's shared with somebody. Yeah. You, it, it develops teamwork at an early age. Yeah. Um, it, it develops an attitude of saying, hey, I, I want to help other people. Um, Jax, I got another one here that we're going to say right before we go into our commercial break, okay? And the second thing after we say share everything is this. Play fair. Play fair. Playing fair means I'm not going to break the rules when I'm playing a game. Do you like rules, Jax? Mm, kind of. Kind of. It just depends. I love your honest answer, right? Sometimes you like rules, and sometimes the rules are hard, right? But playing fair is important, don't you think? 
Yes. Yeah. Are you good at playing fair? Yes. <laughs> He's like, maybe. I think, <laughs> I think, I think playing fair is something that, that we have to think about when it comes to business, when it comes to church, uh, when it comes to life. Playing fair is a way that we invite other people in. After the break, we're going to come back with more details about lessons we learned from kindergarten here on Circle Unbroken. <sighs> Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? 
apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. We are glad to be back here on Circle Unbroken. I always, anytime music's playing, anytime that it's our lead-in music, I always feel bad interrupting it. I'm kind of like Coach, that guy at church who has to has to cut the lights on people when they've been there for a long time and it's just time to go home. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Um, I see people do that, and they're and what they're doing is they're they're they. I always say cease fellowship, right? Like I always feel bad. I feel terrible. Well, yeah, but the you know here. Here's, here's the other thing to keep in mind because unfortunately sometimes I am that guy. So, uh, <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, the you know he has his own people that right. he wants to go be with, right? And yep. if he's having to wait on you, then he can't be with them. This is good for me to hear, Coach, because I'm a shut the church down guy. Can you tell? Like I'm. Oh yeah, I'm and, the one that's and, still and, there. And, and believe me, the last thing we want to do is, mm-hmm. is shut down fellowship, and right. Shut down all the the camaraderie and the, the the friendship and stuff like that. At the same time, I kind of want to go do it myself, right? And I can't do that if I'm responsible for shutting the building down. Mm-hmm. You know, there's in between times. So there's a guy at our church who will come up to us. And it's his responsibility to shut the place down. And he will come up to me and he will say, hey, can you get the lights? And I'll say, absolutely. But sometimes he'll ask me to get the lights because he knows I'm going to be the last one. And sometimes he'll ask me that and my wife will go, no, let's get out of here. Like she's she's like, she's on his team. Get the hint. Yes. Yeah. She's like, tap. Don't say yes. Don't say yes. Get out of here. Because guess what happens? Jax is sometimes too busy playing at the church. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome in my special guest today, the one and only Jax Ayers. Welcome back, buddy. How are you? Perfect. He's still perfect, folks. Jax, you're on the show today for a reason. And I'm going to remind people of this. You're on the show today because something very special just happened for you. Jump on the microphone here and tell me what happened for you. What happened today? What did you do? I graduate. You graduated from fourth grade? No, kindergarten. Oh, I couldn't hear you very well. From eighth grade. No, kindergarten. You graduated today from the eleventh grade. Way to go! <laughs> was it the eleventh grade? No, it was kindergarten. I'm sorry, Jax. I should have listened to you the first time. So, yeah, Jax, Daddy sounds like he's having a tough time with his teacher here. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good, man. So, we're sharing with people today because of your graduation. We're sharing with people a reminder of things that we learned in kindergarten that are just good life lessons, good things for us to know. And we started off by saying this. We were taught in kindergarten to share everything, uh, to at least have a mentality 
that you're willing to share. Yeah. Now, sometimes some of that sharing was more than we really wanted to. Correct. You know, the, the cold, uh, yeah. the, the sore throats. Yeah. And the, Here's the germs. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the sickness. We're just you know, equal In kindergarten, you learn to share everything. Yes. yes. Jack, <laughs> you ever been in class and you're just minding your own business and somebody sneezes all over the place? Or, or somebody or somebody just coughs all over and, and you say, cover your mouth. You ever had that happen before? No. Well, good. Okay. Good. good. So, so far, here's what I've learned. It's your class. Everybody shares. Nobody coughs on anybody. And they play fair. And you've got good climbers and runners. It sounds like you've got the perfect kindergarten class, which is why you probably said today when I asked you how you were doing that you were perfect, right? Is that what happened? Well, let's talk about this next thing. We said share everything, and then we said play fair. Uh, make sure that we play fair, that we follow the rules, right? Well, that, that matters in life. It matters that we're part of organizations, that we're part of businesses that, that play fair with each other. Coach, what happens when we don't? Well, things, <laughs> things get what I call gummed up. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, a, a little bit. Uh, yeah, playing fair uh, – now, one of the problems with that is how you define fair. Yes, and that that is the the big gray the big gray area the big uh, the big X marks the spot right. type idea. What what is fair? Um, I spend an awful lot of time teaching my students uh, and, and my girls when they were at home. Sure, um, life very rarely is perfectly fair. Right, and and quite frankly. As a Christian, you don't want it to be fair. Mm. Yeah, be careful what you yeah, wish for. Yeah, be careful what you wish for because fair tends to have it is a two you know is that famous two edged sword. Yes, yes. That if not handled correctly, can come back and bite you or cut you. Well, yeah, as easily as you you know is it cut your enemy. Um, but but yeah, we want to you know we we have this sense that uh, we want the uh, we want the same opportunities. Mm. Mm-hmm. That, that's the big thing we're asking for is the same opportunities. The, the, uh, we would love to have the same abilities, but that's not going to happen. That, that's right. just not sure. the way things are done right? or way things are, you know, God did not make those things that way. But, uh, we, we love to have that same opportunity. We love to be able to say that I had my opportunities. I had my chance. Right. Right. Now, what did I do with it? What did you do with yours? That comes back to you know. That comes back to your individual thing, right? Right. It's sure. But, it, but it's fair, nice. fair is, is is a very nebulous and um, a, a a tricky word. It really is. Well, and, and like you said, there's a sliding definition of it where somebody sometimes somebody will say that something is not fair, and when they say something is not fair, or I wish that something could be more fair, or or they they cry for justice. So you're like, whoa, hold up, are you sure? Like, are you sure you really yeah. want that if we really break it down to the definition of the terms there? Right. Yeah. You know, fair eliminates the possibility. Not eliminate. Yeah, yeah. It, it does. Yeah, sure. Fair eliminates no, the you. possibility of mercy. Yeah, it does. grace. It does. Yep. Because if everything's fair. And, and like I said, be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. That's it. That is exactly right. Jax, I got another one for you. You ready? I learned in kindergarten. It's three words. Ready? Don't hit people. 
They, they taught me when I was young, don't hit people. Why do the teachers say that it's not nice to hit people? Why do you think? What's the reason? Because um, they might cry. Oh, okay. And, and do you want to be the reason that somebody else cries? No, sir. No, you don't. Have you ever seen somebody in kindergarten? Have you ever seen somebody hit somebody? Mm. You ever heard about it where somebody just somebody just hit somebody or, or somebody, you know, hurt somebody? You ever seen that? Yeah, but it was like on an accident. Okay, okay. And so if it happens on an accident, sometimes we have to say, hey, you've got to pay better attention, right? you got to pay better attention not to do that. Because when we do this and when we hurt other people, sometimes I think in life we will hurt people. Um, we will make somebody cry, make somebody upset. Adults do it too. Did you know that, Jax? That, that it's not just a kindergarten thing. That there are sometimes grown-ups that hurt other people, right? They sure do. And here's what happens sometimes. An adult can hurt somebody. An adult can, can make somebody else upset. And if the adult, I like that you said that you've seen it happen, but it was on accident. Because sometimes adults accidentally hurt people. But, Coach, our response to them is this. I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't. I didn't this, this starts, Jax, all right? Now, as you get older out of kindergarten, you hear people say this a lot. You ready? I didn't mean to. Yes. Yeah, you heard that before? Yeah, I didn't mean to, or it wasn't on purpose, or like you said, it was an accident. But if I do, let's Jax, let's say this. Let's say I do something, and I accidentally, with my elbow, hit you in the nose. Ready? Come here, I'm going to do it. No, I'm just kidding. All right, I hit you in the nose. Ready? Boom. Now, would that hurt? Uh, Yeah. Okay, it would hurt. Now, what if my response was this? What if my response, what if my response was this? Man, I didn't mean to. Or it was an accident. Would it still hurt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It would it would it would still hurt. Now it would be a nice thing of me to say, but it's still gonna hurt. And so we have to pay attention. We have to be mindful of people that we hurt. Of, of people that, that maybe sometimes we hurt, whether or not it's on purpose or accidentally. Coach, I'm sure you've seen this professionally. Oh, yeah. Right. And sometimes the uh, – we'll use air quotes here. Okay, the go Accidents ahead. Yeah. aren't necessarily so accidental. Right. But uh, I think that's, you know, going back to the theme of what I learned in kindergarten, that's the one of the first places it's not the first but sure. one of the first places that you start learning how to avoid accidents you start learning how to do things a certain way uh with certain rules in order mm-hmm. to avoid accidentally hurting somebody or accidentally hitting somebody you know learning to stand in line to take your turn right to share to wash your hands uh you know whatever you know Whatever that you're being taught how to do at that particular moment is how to it eventually becomes how to avoid right that accident right that that and and, exactly and therefore right. uh, then we become more responsible you know mm-hmm. intending you know intending <laughs> to purpose has very little to do with right and wrong a lot right. of times right that now how did I prepare how did I learn you know to avoid this what did i do to 
keep this negative thing from happening or what did I do to prepare for this positive mm-hmm. thing to happen is uh, a lot of times is a lot more important than the actual result. Sure. Sure. And, and, and like you said, whether I meant to hit you with that elbow, right. It still hurts whether I meant to or not. Right. That, yeah. that takes nothing away from the pain. And so I want to learn to avoid that. And that's where in kindergarten, you start learning that, that and unfortunately as, as adults, we tend to lose that lesson. We, we sure <laughs> do. And there's laws, there's rules, there's consequences. And if I hurt somebody, uh, that's why I'm taught in kindergarten. Hey, don't hit people. Don't hurt people. You know, try not to hurt people so that we can have a better time so that people can do better. But here's what happens. Let's say I hurt somebody. Okay. If I hurt somebody, you can say it this way. I made a mess of the situation. Now, there's messes that I make where, Jax, coach, if I say or do something to you guys and it's mean and it's not nice, there's going to be a moment when I have to own it and I have to say I'm sorry. I've got to say I'm sorry because I hurt you and I did that. But then there's also times, Jax, have you guys ever gotten awards or have you ever had a teacher tell you you did a really good job cleaning up? Mm, yes. Right. They like it when you clean, don't they? Because it's also a big thing we learn when we're in kindergarten. In kindergarten, we learn to clean up your own mess. And that can be physically cleaning up our own mess. And there's adults that need to clean up their own mess. I couldn't come in here to the station and just start throwing things around and then go, have a good day, coach. He would say, that guy is sloppy. Tap, tap is sloppy. He needs to pick up. Right. But then also cleaning up my own mess is saying sometimes in life I make a mess of all kinds of situations, people, things, and I have to clean it up. Jax, would you describe yourself as a good cleaner? What do you think? Are you a good cleaner? Are you good at cleaning up? Uh, yes. I think you are. Of all the four kids I have, Coach, this is probably my best cleaner. He's good at it. He's good at cleaning up. Do you tell me this, Jax? Do you like to clean up? Mm-hmm. Okay. What? How? How are you so good at cleaning up? Can you tell the audience why you're good at cleaning? Uh. When you see a mess, what do you do? Clean. You clean, and what? How do you clean? I pick up stuff. Uh huh. Do you look at stuff and do you say, "This is where it goes. This is how I have to put it here." Yes. Yeah. What would happen if your mom, me, a teacher, a kindergarten teacher, told you to clean up and you had this look on your face? Hmm, I want to get this done fast. So I'm just going to push everything under the bed or push everything under the desk, right? I have a question for you, sir, new kindergarten graduate. Is that really cleaning up? No. It's not, is it? You're supposed to do what? Put it away, not put it on your bed. Right. You're supposed to say, this goes here, and I'm going to put it away, right? And if we tell somebody that we cleaned up, right? If we tell them we cleaned up, and then we're just pushing things under our bed or, or just pushing things underneath the desk, and we tell somebody we cleaned up, would we get in trouble? Mm. Yeah, Right. There could, be, there could be real trouble that comes from that, I think. Well, when we come back after the break, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about more lessons 
that, that we have learned. There's going to be more things that we have done, and this is going to be a good discussion as we talk about this because there are so many lessons that we learn in kindergarten, that we learn in school. There are going to be good lessons for life. And you know what we might get? We might get some more special guests today where we talk about lessons that we learned in kindergarten and beyond. We'll be back on Circle Unbroken. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bikes, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. 
Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back to Circle Unbroken. I am your host, Taft Ayers, joined in by my man, Coach Mike. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic, I would, as usual. I would be sad if you said anything <laughs> else. He is still fantastic, folks. We hope that you are, too. And today, we have been – I mean, our, our studio is getting better. I mean, we are getting better guests. It's these high-paid guests that we have to get in here. We are joined in. Back with us is Jax Ayers. Jax, how are you? Perfect. You are perfect. Still perfect. That's good. And we have another recent kindergarten graduate. Jump up on this microphone for me here. We want to welcome in Samuel Kennedy. How are you, sir? Good. You are good. I have a question. What makes you so good? Why are you good today? I don't know. Hey, who needs to define it, right? I'm just good. Well, let's review with what we've talked about so far. Because we believe that there are lessons that you learn in kindergarten that can take you all throughout your life. There are lessons that kindergarten teachers teach, as Coach and I have been talking about, that are good for you in business, that are good for you when, when you're in a community, when you're in a church, someday when you're just helping out your families. And here's the things we've talked about so far. Share everything. Play fair. Don't hit people. And clean up your own mess. Okay? I, I want to ask you this, Samuel. Are you good at cleaning up? No. No. Do you? And that's okay. It's an okay answer. Do you like cleaning up? No. No. It's not fun for you, is it? No. But when we do clean up, especially the messes that we make, here's what we know. Our life will get easier. It gets easier when we clean up messes. Sometimes if I don't clean up something that I do or if I don't clean up a mess that I've made, it's going to be a longer day for me. It's going to be problems for me. And so I want to talk about this next point of things that we were taught in kindergarten that will make our lives better as we go on. And boys, I want to hear your thoughts on this, okay? When the teacher says, don't take things that are not yours. Okay. When a teacher says, don't take things that don't belong to you, you may be thinking, well, I thought number one was share everything. I thought number one was share everything, so we're just sharing. There's a difference in somebody that says, I want to share, and somebody else on the other side who's saying this, well, I think I'll just take it, right? There's, there's a difference. And so what do you guys think if a teacher says, don't take things that are not yours, what does that teacher mean? Who wants to go first, Samuel or Jax? 
Jax, what's the teacher mean? Like, like, she means like ask before, um, like, like, ask, um, before you want it. Okay, okay. Samuel, Jax said you ask before you, before you take it, right? You ask, hey, is this okay? Why do you think that's good, Samuel? Jump up here and tell me why it's good to ask. I don't know. Okay, so let's say, Samuel, me and you go out to eat, okay? We're out to eat, and, and I'm sitting here going, you know what? We're going to get an appetizer, okay? That's something that we share. So let's say we're sharing some food beforehand, and we're sharing some food, and we get down to that last one, and I think, you know what? I might take it before Samuel gets it. That's probably going to make you mad if you want it, isn't it? Yeah. You're going to look at that and say this. Oh, man, but what if I ask? Well, what if I say, hey, do you want this or or should we share? How can we do this? Coach? Oh, yes, Jax, go ahead. Jump on the mic. What do you got? You're going to, like, split it and then eat and then share it. Okay. Splitting and sharing is good. But what I don't want to do is I don't just want to take something that doesn't belong to me. That that happens a lot of times. Grown-ups will do this. And you know what, Samuel? Grown-ups sometimes take things that don't belong to them, and your granddaddy knows something about people that took things that didn't belong to them and wound up having to answer for it, wound, wound up getting in trouble for it, right? And so it's important. It's super important. Coach, it's an important lesson for us to learn about not putting our hands on things that don't belong to us. Oh yeah, uh, that that again. One of the first rules of getting along with people is the respection. Ugh, the respect. <laughs> I'll spit that out here in a minute. Uh, the respect of of ownership or the respect of of boundaries. Right. And, and uh, you know, again, that that started really really young in kindergarten, but uh, unfortunately, sometimes that's not remembered as well as it should. Uh, and in our adult lives, and, and uh, that, that's really too bad. Uh, you know, to me, a lot of it comes back to you know what's commonly referred to as the golden rule. Correct. You know, Correct. treat others as you would have them treat you. Uh, you know, I'm willing to share with you, sure, as long as I know I'm doing it. Right. <laughs> right. You know, right. Right. You know, uh, that, that's, that's the key. I want to know that I'm doing this, right? right. I want to be able to do this, uh, you know, on purpose. And, um, you know, and I would want you to ask me sure. about right. my stuff. So I'm going to do the same thing if it is to ask before I assume right. that, uh, that it's okay. It would be Samuel and Jax. Wouldn't it be a problem if I left the show today and I finished the show and I went outside and I jumped in Coach Mike's car and I took it, drove it around Columbia, came back and said this. Thanks, Coach, for sharing your car with me. <laughs> he would look at me. You know what he would do, boys? He would say, I, that's news to me. That I was going to we say, sharing. I shared with you. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that we were sharing. Especially since I still have the key in my that's pocket. Right. I'd really like that? to know how you did that. <laughs> Our next show will be about the power of hot wiring, boys. No, so here's what we look at. We look at why we, it's important for us to not take things uh, that don't belong to us, that we learned that in kindergarten, and it takes us throughout life. 
But there's one more that I want to talk about with our special guest, Samuel and Jax. And here's what I love, boys. You guys just finished kindergarten. And if we get more days in this life and we go down the road, you'll be able to look back at this episode. And you'll be able to look back and say, you know what? On that show when I was in kindergarten, I was just figuring out life. So here's one more for you. Are you ready? Things we learn in kindergarten that matter as we go throughout life. Drum roll, please. Are you ready? Let's give a drum roll. Ready? Drum roll. Here it comes. We're high tech here on the show. And say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Let's talk about that. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Now, I got some laughter over here. All right? Let's talk about it. Why? Is it important to say you're sorry if you hurt somebody? Samuel, would you like to go first? <laughs> to my folks in Radio Land, I want you to know that right now, Samuel is grinning from ear to ear, maybe thinking about either somebody that's been hurt or somebody that's apologized. Jax is waving his finger around because I told him, when you want to talk, put your finger up. So, Jax, what are you thinking about saying you're sorry when you hurt somebody? Jump on that microphone right there so we can hear you. What do you think? Saying you're sorry when you hurt somebody. So, like, when you say sorry, maybe, um, like, when you say sorry to a person mm-hmm. that's um, hitting you, hit him, maybe if you say sorry, everything's okay. Okay. The idea is that if I say sorry, what I'm doing is I'm saying, hey, it bothers me that you're hurt. It bothers me that that I hurt you. And I like the idea there that that it makes things okay or that it makes things better. And, Samuel, one of the things I was asking Jax about earlier was I said this, if I hit you in the nose with my elbow, okay, and it hurts, right? That'll hurt. It could be a bloody mess. But if I hit you in the nose with my elbow and then I say I'm sorry, it doesn't make it hurt any less right there. But what it shows you is, man, I sure didn't do that on purpose, and I'm sorry that you're hurt. It's a powerful thing to tell somebody that you're sorry. I'm asking you this, Samuel, because I know you're a good time, okay? Samuel, let me ask you, have you ever had to say that you're sorry? A bunch of times. Okay, my man is honest. A bunch of times. Now, Samuel, when you said you were sorry to somebody... I want to know the truth here, okay? Because I think you're a truth teller. Samuel, when you have to tell somebody that you're sorry, is it easy or is it hard? Well, it's hard at school, but not at home. Oh, no, this is good. Why, Samuel, is it hard at school sometimes? I don't really know. Not sure. It just seems that way, maybe. But here's what I like is that you said, honestly, that it's easier at home. It, it can seem easier. You get, why do you think it's easier at home? Well, because I'm related. Okay, let's talk about that. He said, well, maybe because I'm related. Here's what happens. Sometimes, here's what's true, boys. Sometimes we hurt the people that are closest to us. Some Right? Yep, y'all know. Brothers, sisters, mamas, daddies. Sometimes, coach, the people in our orbit that are the closest to us, we wind up hurting those people. And sometimes it's harder to say I'm sorry to somebody that we've just met or that we're passing. They may feel like a stranger. Sometimes that's hard. But then sometimes, Samuel, I like the word that you use, related. 
Because those people that we're related to, those people that are super close to us, we will easily say I'm sorry to them, probably because there's a high chance that we're going to hurt them again. But not that we want to, but because we're close in proximity to each other, because somebody is close by us. And so I think these things are important for us to think about because of our inner circle, Coach. Yeah, there's one other thing I don't – you know. I, I would really like to add because this is something I've, I've watched kids do, yeah. and I wish adults would learn how to do it more. Sure, is to accept I'm sorry, you know, Ooh, and forgive. Yes, uh, yes. I've watched kids over and over and over again. You know, they hurt each other, they get mad. You know, you can get mad at each other, and I've seen this all the way, all levels of school. And then once it's done, and everybody has said they're sorry or whatever, they go on and they forget about it and move on, and they keep playing together. Right. Uh, right. Adults have a hard time doing that. Mm-hmm. They sure and, do. And I wish that we could go back to those to those lessons of learning to forgive, learning mm. to accept I'm sorry, right. not just say it, but to accept it mm-hmm. and then move on right? You know, and, and go on with life because, uh, you know, grudges – Make for make, make make for some tough times. Oh yeah. Oh. And, oh yeah. And uh, kids tend not to hold grudges. Right. Right. Uh, you know, I, one of the biggest fights I ever had to break up in school. By the time we got done getting to the principal's office and get done with all the reports in the principal's office, they were trying to figure out where to go eat pizza together <laughs> with each other. <laughs> with each yes. other. You know. Yes. Uh, you know. So it can. It, it is. It seems to be easier for kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish it was easier for adults oh, because I, we really need we need, really need to learn how to do that. I think it would save an awful lot of problems in our society if we could learn how to forgive like kids forgive. There's a power in it, Samuel and Jax. If somebody, I love Samuel's answer when I said, "Have you ever had to say I'm sorry?" And you know what he said, Jax? He said a bunch of times. And when somebody tells me I'm sorry and they look at me and they, they tell me I'm sorry, I have a job too. So, Samuel, if if you have to tell me you're sorry, you know what I have to do? I have to hear you and I have to say this. Thank you. Thank you for saying you're sorry. And you know what I wish would happen, boys? I wish a lot of adults could figure this out. Because right now, if Samuel and Jax just started fighting, all right, please don't do it. But if you guys started fighting, you know what happened? One of you would have to say, I'm sorry. And then you know what happened after that? We could be friends later. Now, I want to finish the show today by asking if either one of you has a joke that you would like to tell. Uh, Samuel, you got any jokes you want to tell? Yeah. Okay, you go first. We got we had limited time here. So we'll go Samuel joke and then Jax joke. All right? Samuel, go first. Will you, will you remember me in a second? Well, I remember you in a second? Hmm. Oh, sure. I'll always remember you. Never forget you. Will you remember me in a minute? I'll remember you in a minute. Absolutely. Will you remember me in an hour? Yes, 100%. Will you remember me in a day? Yes, in a day. Will you remember me in a year? Yes, I will. Are you sure? I promise. Knock, knock. Who's there? See, you already oh, forgot me. Oh, he got me. That was good. Jax, go fast. Go fast. We're about to end the show. What you got? You got one? If you don't, it's okay. Can you, can you, um, can you see your brain? I cannot. Can you feel your brain? I cannot. Then you don't have a brain. Oh, he 
he's telling the truth over here. Boys, thank you all for being here today on Circle Unbroken. You have been a joy for Coach and for myself to make us remember how much fun we're supposed to have in life. Thanks for joining us on Circle Unbroken. Carry my mother 